0: Well, sports fans first got to know Dan Miller as the sports director at Fox 2. And then, of course, he became the voice of the Lions. And now he's in his 19th season. And I know for a fact, a lot of people turn down the TV and turn up the radio. On I have Sundays my hand raised to hear mm-hmm. his <laughs> legendary voice. Dan Miller, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Jamie. How are you guys?
0: I'm good. We're going to talk about the lions, but first, there was a wonderful piece by Justin Rogers in the Detroit News when it comes to your life and how you got into everything. And fun fact: your first one-on-one in sports was Bo Schenbeckler.
1: It was, yeah, and it, it it didn't go particularly well at the beginning. of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> You everybody, got nervous, asked had, to start over. Oh no, my! Nervous wasn't even the word. It was, you know, like ninety-some odd degrees in Columbia, South Carolina, and it was early in the season, and I was just a puddle because everybody told me to be careful for him. And I, I'll just tell the story again quickly. I, I waited out there for them to come in for their Friday walkthrough because that were, was where I was supposed to meet him to do the interview. And they brought him over to me. And uh, my first sentence just literally came out backwards. It just made no sense. And I said, coach, I'm going to start over. And I kind of just, you know, tensed up and thought, oh boy, here it comes. He just put his arm around me. And he said, it's all right, son, take your time. And so that was awesome because I I saw my life pass before my eyes. (laughs) I was pretty new to this stuff. And I came here in 97 and Michigan played the Rose Bowl in 98 for the national championship. And I was at an event and I was backstage kind of waiting for something to start with him. And I, I, I got the opportunity to talk to him and I told him the story and he kind of paused for a second. He took a step back and he looked at me and he said, I should have told you to blank off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I got, I got to, to know him because when, when I worked with Brandy, he you know came around a couple of times, but he's just, he's a, he's a wonderful person. Uh, I, I was always appreciative of that because if that had gone another way, which some interviews sometimes do, as we all know, uh, who knows where I would have ended up, but no, it's, 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 it's kind of a full circle type of thing. And I'm appreciative for that moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's how a lot of sports reporters start. Now look at you, Lloyd turns his radio up on Sunday. Yes,
1: I have to listen. Uh, well, we listen. We we appreciate that greatly, and we do hear that from people. And it's look, we're we're having fun, and winning is fun. And you can tell and that they, you're having fun. Yeah, and you know what, my my belief is always look, if we're having fun. The, the listeners having fun. We have a job to do, which is to tell you what's happening right in front of us. But you know, you can have some fun too. This is this is really serious. It's about winning and losing but I got two great guys with me that that like to laugh and and have a good time and and we'll do that. And and I appreciate the fact that uh, people, you know, appreciate what we do in in calling the games. And um, this has obviously been different than pretty much any year I've had in my 19. That there's been some success before, but this just feels a little bit different and winning a division is obviously a lot different. So this has been a fun ride and it's, and it's nice to be able to take it with the fans because as I've said before, the absolute best part of this job is just seeing fans happy, and, and this has been this has been the height of that in terms of my time with the Lions. Dan, you said on X, formerly Twitter, <laughs> you said, Love, I am seeing people quickly move on from Matthew coming back. Let's get the storyline right. Jared Goff is our guy. He has a story too. The only thing any Lions fan should be looking at is our guy and this team beating the Rams no emotion, no ill will, no confusion. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think anybody in Detroit dislikes Matthew Stafford. I certainly don't. I, I Matthew did a lot of things with me, and I appreciate all the time he gave me and, and the commitments he gave me. And it was weekly, and he's he's a pro, and I have nothing but the utmost respect for what he did here. But now it's not the time for sentiment. And, and I think most people get this now. And I think there was some, you know, excitement about, O. Oh, Matthew's coming back and people that have rooted for him to win a Super Bowl and things like that. And that's fine. Uh, but that's not what this Sunday's for. This Sunday, our guy wears 16. And our guy wears Honolulu Blue. And our guy has embraced this city. And that shouldn't be lost. The storyline for us isn't Matthew Stafford coming back. The storyline for us is that our guy has put us in a position and this team has put us in a position to do something that we haven't done here since 1991, win a playoff game, something we haven't done here since 1993, win a division. And let's not forget that, that, that this story about Matthew, he wanted to leave. Okay, fine. I didn't blame him for that, but he made his way to LA. Goff was sent here, which, which was not a nice place to be sent in terms of NFL team at that moment. It was a bad team. And he has fought to bring this team back to where they are right now. And let's not forget, he was also ushered out of L.A. I saw the other day there was a headline about, you know, Stafford revenge game. Revenge for what? Right. If, if there's revenge, it's golf. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Revenge. Oh, you're so right. <clears throat> Dan, I got to ask you, you uh, Matthew may be coming here thinking he knows Ford Field, but the environment in that building has changed a lot in the last few years. Tell me how that will impact the game and his ability to manage his offense. Yeah, I don't know. People have asked me what the initial response will be for Matthew, and I don't know. My guess is it will be mixed the first time he comes on the field. Uh, I think there's going to be people that are just so wrapped up in what this game is, understandably, that there will be boos. And I think there'll be some people to cheer him. But once that game starts, he's on the other side. He's not wearing a Lions uniform. And the, the, this is going to be the most incredible environment we have ever seen at Ford Field, bar none. Yes. And this whole season, it has been exponentially more exciting than it's been in the past. It started when they sold out every season ticket before the, the season began for the first time. And there were times in the past where we'd hear a game was sold out and you could look up in the rafters or whatever, and you'd see, uh, you know, swatches of empty seats. Well, you don't see that anymore. I mean, there's no empty seats. People are there. People are engaged. People want to feel this thing. And I think you're going to see something that, that we haven't seen. I mean, you can look back at the Chicago game with all the false starts back in 2011 or some of the other games where it's been loud in there. Yeah. I think this is by far going to top everything we have seen and it's just people have been waiting for this. There is so much pent-up emotion that's going to come out on Sunday night, not to mention the fact that they got many hours before an eight fifteen kick to get lubed up, and it's going to be <laughs> really, really wild in there, and it's going to be a great football environment. And I do think, look, job one, make it tough on that offense that, that Matthew Stafford is leading to operate. And, and, and let me do the final thing on this. Nobody, like I said, and I want to make this point, because people think it's personal. It's not personal from anybody in Detroit. People don't dislike Matthew Stafford, but he plays for the Rams. That's as simple right. as I can put it.
0: Yeah. Dan, we have like a minute left, but I want to ask you about um, Dan Campbell. Dan Gamble, if you will. You talk to him more than anybody. He really is who he says he is, isn't he?
1: Never changes. He hasn't changed since the day he walked in the door. Start with this. He's a good person. And then the way he treats people, me, media, players, everybody in the organization, he never changes. He is as as rock solid and as steady as any coach I've ever been around. And that is his strength because that's what draws people to him and makes people want to work for him. Mm -hmm. Players want to work for him. Players want to play for him. Players don't want to let him down. Uh, His consistency uh, in the person that he is, is is the strength of Dan Campbell, and I believe a big part of what's allowed this organization to do what they've done. The culture he and Brad Holmes and Sheila Hamp have put together is real. They live it every day, and it's a big part of the success.
0: I just can't wait for Sunday for him to be aggressive in those play calls and, <laughs> of course, to hear your legendary calls. I'm looking for some good ones with you and Lowe. So thanks so much for <laughs> joining us, and good luck this weekend.
1: I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. Good luck to all of us this weekend. Have fun, Dan.
0: Go Lions. We'll be right back.